We are, Baruch Hashem, beginning Chalik Base. Okay, so Chalik Base is Hashgacha. Uh, and uh, the Hashgacha is perfectly transitioned into by the last Perik that we did. Perik Hey, the fifth Perik of the previous Chalik, was talking about what? Josh, without looking inside. What? Jeff, what? That we did discuss Tovarah, but Tovarah, Jeff, was really a piece of it. Once he mentioned to us a particular thing, I which I'm trying to not give away the answer, then he was forced to discuss, so then where does Ra come from? Perfect, very good, Josh. Kohos on Nivdalim, right? So, so, so in the fifth parak, he discussed about the setup transcendent forces, right, uh, or disembodied powers, or whatever you want to call it, right. So, um, so in the so in the fifth parak, we we discussed the the general setup of of Olamazeh that 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 the world is comprised of. Uh, Three layers: the world of Bria, the world of Yitzira, the world of Asiya. Right? Does that ring a bell? And, and then the, w- within those, we have the Kochos and Avdalim in the world of Bria, the Malachim in the world of Yitzira, and the uh, physical entities in the you know, the, the um, animals and trees and all sorts of other uh, you know, things in the world of Bria. And, um, you know, that is a perfect segue into Hashgacha, because we're going to be discussing the the way of of Hashgacha, of how Hashem is going to be Mashpi in the world, and we're going to be discussing exactly this point, the the Kochoson of Dalim, the Malachim, and the... uh, physical entities, okay? So, first of all, so when we talk about Hashgacha, it's going to be very important to define Hashgacha. So, over here, you know, um, the first O's in the first parak is going to be defining Hashgacha. Uh, without looking inside, anybody that, would, that feels that they know what Hashgacha is, you're invited to share your thoughts. Assistance. What? Assistance. Assistance would be siyata dishmaya, siyata dishmaya, help from heaven. Governance. Hashgacha would be probably in English more translated as governance. So when you say hashgacha pratas, what are you saying with that? Uh, specific governance, as opposed to pratas means prat, detail, okay. detailed governance, as opposed to generalized governance, which we have to discuss what that, what exactly that is. What governance is? Oh, so what? So what is governance? So, um, in Osalaf over here, Ramchal tells us that number one, we've already discussed that everything that exists exists for a reason, right? And that reason is that the Bria Ha'ikaris, the essential creation, which is man, right, should be able to serve Hashem and be Nizdabek in Him, ultimately earning a place in Olam Abba. That's the general, that's the storyline, right? That's the theme. And everything else exists in some way or another to facilitate that. Okay. Now, just like everything else exists to facilitate that, it also uh, 
needs to be maintained in the appropriate state of doing that job. Okay? The, and that is the definition of Ashgacha. If you, look, if you look at the very last line in this paragraph, in the, in the first paragraph, in the first parak of our Chalik, of Chalik base, he says that... Um, that will not just like he did not hold back from creating them I mean, he Hashem created everything right he also does not hold back from being of governing them now what does he mean governing them mm-hmm. here's the definition so you want to underline this this is the definition of Ashgacha mm-hmm. but also Hamatsev Shehuroto Sambo to maintain them, to keep them, to stand them up in the particular state of being that they're that they they're desired to be in for the fulfillment of the very purpose for which they exist. Which means if the thing exists, right, and it exists, just before you. You, you're much higher up. I'm talking about the last sentence. So the very, the very, yeah. Okay. Can you repeat the, the, the line in Hebrew again? The, in Hebrew, it is lo yimon gamkein mile hashgiach aleihem. So by me, I've I squared lashgiach because it's the word hashgacha, mm-hmm. right? Aleihem, and then he defines what hashgiach aleihem means. Lekaimam, but also hamatzav shehurotze osambo. To maintain them in the proper state that is desired. Okay, so so we're explaining that the reason why cows exist is because, in one way or another, they help they help the world in its purpose. Right, they're part of the purpose. They're part of the avodos uh, adam. Maybe whether it be for carbonus sacrifices, right, or to just give us hulun meat, regular meat to eat during the week, or for milk, um, or, I don't know, whatever other reasons there are that cows exist in the world, right? Uh, So, uh, now, but in addition to, so so, so let's say cows exist in the world to teach us about being fruitful, Fruitfulness, right? Like the Hebrew word implies, para is from a language of pre. Pre is a fruit. Uh, cows are the symbol of fruitful. The one cow makes. I remember I looked it up. It was like some insane amount, like you know, uh, thirty or fifty gallons of milk a day or something. Unbelievable, right? A single milk cow. So making a day. Yeah. So. Uh, very very fruitful, right? So now, so cows—that's what they're supposed to do. That's that's their job. But, but there's no point to have a cow existing, which that's its whole bria, if Hashem is not going to facilitate for it to do that. For example, if Hashem is not going to provide the cows with grass, right? If there would be no grass in the world, right? So the cows, although the cows themselves would be in existence, but they couldn't make milk, and they'll be. And the whole purpose of the cows in the world is to make milk. Let's say, right? So. That would not be... So as long as part of Hashem's plan 
is that cows, she teaches about making milk and, or provide us with milk or whatever, right? So, and, and as long as cows exist, so Hashem is also going to maintain them in a necessary state to, to allow them to do what they're supposed to do. Namely, Hashem is going to provide them with grass. Right? Um, also, you know, again, let's say, theoretically there was a... Uh, some sort of, a, I don't know, a, a disease that was, or, or lions that were trying to exterminate all the cows, they were going to try to eat all the cows, right? So, again, Hashem would provide the cows with enough strength that the bull cows would be big enough and have large enough horns and be able to protect themselves or immunity or whatever it may be, right? So that the cows can continue doing what they're meant to do. Okay, so again, so Hashgacha is providing the particular... Um, right now we're talking about, let's say, cows or trees or birds, right? Providing the, the, the nevroyim with that which they need to continue doing, fulfilling their purpose in existence. That is hashgacha. So again, hashgacha is lekaimam, to maintain them in the desired state, which is necessary for the very purpose for which they exist. Okay, uh, Jeff, you wanted to ask something? No, I was just, uh, one more purpose of a cow is leather. Sure, leather, okay, wonderful. Or, so, or, na- so, now, if theoretically, um, certain animals, groups of animals perhaps, could no longer have a purpose, right? They used to have a purpose, they no longer have a purpose. So then, Hashem would no longer maintain them in existence, right? And He would also not need to be mashgiach on them. So, number one, they they wouldn't exist anymore, and they also wouldn't get hashgach. But as long as something is in existence, that means that Hashem wants it for something. And if Hashem wants it for something, then He's going to maintain it in the necessary state for it to do whatever it is that it is wanted for. Does everything have to have some deep, meaningful purpose? has to have some purpose. Shem doesn't do things for nothing. Shem doesn't create something for the sake of having it to be there to look at or to step on or to just have something very, very basic, almost in seemingly insignificant purpose. And it, it actually is like mostly insignificant. It's just kind of there. Or, is it, or do they all like have a purpose for the for a human being to be able to achieve something... Again, the purpose could potentially be a very, very, very small cog in a very, very large machinery. Mm-hmm. But it's doing something. That's why Hashem created it. Hashem didn't create it for no, for no reason. You know, it, it's a, a sure sign of, of insanity is when someone does something for no, for no reason. Imagining looking at, a, at maybe a piece of lint or something and thinking, okay... This is like, I think like a person could stare at that limb potentially. It's like, wow, Hashem created this for some amazing purpose. Yeah, or or just the limb is, uh, uh, limb is uh, what comes from some piece of wool that roll off of the clothing. Or yeah, something. or from drying clothing. And that's yeah, that's so, so uh, wool, Hashem created wool. Now, wool, like all physical things, break up, breaks apart, falls apart, and eventually rots and is decays. Lint is a part of that process, but but the wool itself, the wool, wool Hashem created wool. He, I mean, it's an f- aspect of sheep, right? She, sheep, she created sheep with wool. That's here for man. That's 
you know, that's, that's a part of the, it has a purpose in the world, and since it has a purpose in the world, so sheep are going to be maintained in a way that will allow them to continue fulfilling that purpose. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. That is, that's Ashgach. I mean, pe- people talk, you know, they, they say fancy th- f- words and this, if you press someone, what, what is Ashgach, right? Yeah. That, this is the definition of Ashgach. I feel like I use it out of context. I feel like when I say Ashgach or Pratis, I mean Siyad or Shemaya, maybe. But, but like if, if it, let's say, for instance, if I was talking to somebody and uh, they randomly decide to talk to me, and I'll say, oh, wow, you know, it's so amazing because I was just talking to so-and-so, and they were talking about you literally like a few hours earlier. So, so that so that so that could be you could you could be that you're seeing Ashgach Pratos. We're gonna see. We haven't, we haven't yet spoken about Ashgach Pratos. Right now, so far we've spoken about Ashgach Klolos. We're about to see that right now, right? Okay. So because for the purpose, and this is the Rambam in more Nebuchim explains that for the purposes of again for the greater purpose of man's let's say avodas Hashem, right? Um, so we, we need cows, we need sheep, we need. Um, you know, rocks in the world, right, etc. And, and so all of those are going to have ashgacha. Rocks are also going to have ashgacha. If the, you know, Hashem is not going to allow the, I don't know, the, as long as man needs uh, rocks, so they're not going to all just dis- disintegrate because of some acid or whatever it is, right? Because man needs uh, rocks. So, so the planet Earth will manage to balance out some of the, it's going to make a, I don't know, carbon sink and this and neutralize some of the things that are happening and there's going to be rocks, right? Again, we're not talking about man's Bechira yet. No, not, not talking about man polluting the atmosphere, right, etc. Yeah. We're not talking about Bechira yet. Okay. Um, but the point is ashgach, so ashgach of the cows, right? On the cows. But that's for cows in general, mm-hmm. right? That there should be cows. So they give us milk, so they leather, meat, whatever it may be, right? But that doesn't... Um, give any unique kiyum to any particular cow. <coughs> right? Okay. Because just man doesn't need, man doesn't need, humanity doesn't need this particular cow. Yeah. Uh, humanity just needs that there should be cows. Kiyum? I'm sorry? Kiyum. Kiyum is the definition that we're, again, the definition of Ashgacha is lekaimam, to maintain them but also Matzav, in that state, Shehu Rotso Sambo, that Hashem wants them in. Right? So that is only for the Klal, for all the cows in general. Hashem wants there should be cows. Hashem wants that there should be sheep. Hashem wants that there should be all the different things in the world. Right? And therefore He will maintain them. He will send down the necessary spiritual powers, as we're about to hear soon, through the Kochos and Evdalim, via the Molachim, down to the physical entities, like we know, the famous British, everybody likes to quote, that even a blade of grass uh, has an angel standing over it, striking it and saying to it, Gdale, grow, right? So it, uh, b- for a blade of grass to grow, it needs an angel to instruct it to grow. And the angel is instructing it because he's conducting the power from the Kohosan of Dalim, which empowers grass to grow. Now, why does grass grow? Because of the Hashgacha, that says that Hashem wants grass in the world, and being that Hashem wants grass in the world, so grass needs to be imbued with the ability to grow. Otherwise, there would be no more grass in the world. Right? Okay. Is that like 
that disappear, they go extinct. So is that the mal, like walking away? So if something if something disappears, it means Hashem no, is no longer maintaining it in existence because right. it's no longer part of the of the game plan. It's no longer necessary, right, to be here. Right. It's not necessary for the for the primary plan, which is Adam's avoda to Hashem. So then, where do you draw the line with that? And as you're saying, with man's back to Bechir. Okay, so let's let's just hold off on the Bechir for now. Okay, we're currently talking about like a, like a like a just the, the, that things will be maintained as long. Let's assume man is not doing anything, okay. not taking any drastic actions to try to eradicate all the cows or whatever it is, right? Okay. Can I jump ahead? I don't know if this is jumping ahead, but I have a shayla. It seemed to me at first that the, that the Ramchal's language here is Lashem. It's sort of from the perspective, Kibyechol of Hashem, right? Because what does a cow know about its purpose? Right. So this is from... Hashem's, from Hashem's, Hashem, Hashem's purpose for the cat, right? For the, for the cow or whatever it is. Or for us. Um... But then I thought about it from a human perspective, and it, it would, you know, I would say, well, is it from a human's perspective? Is it just about kiyum, or is it kiyum in this particular matzav? And I guess that's the whole issue. Kiyum in the matzav, maintenance in the particular, again, uh, in the particular situation that is desired for this entity. Not just kiyum meaning existence. Like I said, if sheep would exist, but they couldn't produce wool. That would that would run contrary to the reason why they're here, right? So that would not be enough. It's not enough. That's what he's saying. It's not enough maintenance in the state necessary to fulfill their role. That's the definition of hashgacha. Hashgacha is maintenance in the state necessary to fulfill one's role. So, so as, as humans, are we are we just concerned with the humor? Are we concerned also with the matzav that we're in? Again, everyone, forget about humans, everyone. Hashgacha does not mean kiyum. It means kiyum in the matzav. It means maintenance in this necessary state in order to fulfill the purpose of why the thing is here. That's what hashgacha means. It doesn't mean just existence. There's no po- purpose for this thing to exist if it can't do the thing that it's supposed to do. It's existence in the state necessary to fulfill its purpose. No, I understand. My, 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 my Charlotte's a little bit different. It's, it's as humans, do we need to be aware of the matzav that Kadosh Baruch Hu wants us in? Well, uh, that's to be aware of it. We are in that matzav. I mean... We are, any situation we're in, we are in the situation that we're meant to be in, in order to do whatever job we're supposed to be doing right now. The cloud of the meme. Everyone, whether it be humans or animals or anyone else, is put into the situation that they need to be in, in order to fulfill their purpose. They just hold okay, off. I think. I think. Every, I think you're going to get everyone individually, or as a species. So right now we're talking about in the species level. We are not yet yeah, right. discussing being that cows don't do any individualistic acts. So there's nothing differentiating one cow from the other. So then they all just get one general hashgacha on the cloud. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And for Benadam. We're about to hear that. That that that's okay. that's coming up. That's um, okay. So let's just first finish up with the cows. Yeah, we don't want to shortchange them. Um, so uh, so so uh, so then in Oz base he tells us that uh, therefore Hashem is gonna uh, influence is gonna send down the spiritual power to the Kohosan of Dalim in just the right amount in just the right mixture and proportion and you know cocktail right um, we, and to the Molochim so as to position every creature, I mean, currently we're talking about Mim, the general species, right, um, in exactly the state that they are desired for currently. And again, currently, is, uh, that, that, uh, these things are subject to change. There's, uh, you know, why is there climate change? Well, because there's no longer, you know, what was wanted uh, a thousand years ago is not what is, ne- is necessary now. So... So then Hashem changes it. What yeah? does that mean? Hashem uh, wanted a particular situation a thousand years ago. Let's say theoretically if it was uh, significantly, I don't know, hotter or colder or wh- whatever it may be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then if for whatever reason the plan now is different, meaning just like in different stages of a building project, Right? You want different things. Something in your beginning of a building project, there's a lot of mud around, and you know tractors and bulldozers, and you know moving around. There, you know, that's one situation. When you're much later in the develop in the building stage, and you're like hanging up the chandeliers and things, right? You want you you need a, a you need different things. In different stages of the building, you have different um, things you're trying to accomplish, mm-hmm. and depending on what you're, what. Hashem is trying to accomplish mm-hmm. is what's going to determine the hashgacha, mm-hmm. which means the what matzav, what state Hashem is going to be mekayim is going to Hashem is going to be keeping the different nevroim in, mm-hmm. right? So, well, the, the point is to understand. So, the, so then, so from our perspective, what happens is. So let's just take an Amuna perspective, right? So let's take a look <coughs> at, at, at Klausel, right? So why is this thing happening to Klausel? Why are Klausel, look at Klausel in America, they're, they're being drowned in the, in the money, and you know, there's just so much prosperity, and there's so much money, and it's, it's literally, you know, choking the spiritual life out of them, and, uh, you know, like, what, what's, what's going on over here, right? Answer is, guess what? There's a particular thing Hashem wants from Klausel, Right, and currently that you know that is best accomplished through the hashgacha of being mekayim us in a state of tremendous prosperity, and that kind of sets the stage for for us allowing us to do whatever it is that we're supposed to be doing, as which which is kind of what we're supposed to be doing now in that greater plan. That, that so the, the, the hashgacha that we're in any situation that let's talk about the klal that the klals are in right that means there's a hashgacha there's a divine providence right there's a, there's a govern, divine governance which is saying this is the desired state so for, for and that desired state will facilitate the uh, f- f- for 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 us to do the 
uh, fulfill the tachlus, right? And again, this is true not just for us; it's true for everyone, for the for the non-Jews in the world. Let's let's say uh, let's say Corona, right? Why is Corona happening? Well, it's Ashgaka clearly, right? I Meaning, it's not. This is not um, because of um, the Chinese wet mark uh, for whatever it is, um, you know, wet meat market, right? Uh, it's, Trust me, they've been doing it for a long time, and it hasn't happened until now, right? So it's not like, it's not like that. Listen, well, you you had you had bats in the meat market, of course. Like that's it. You know, of course, you can have Corona. Like no, it could have very easily not happened, right? So rather, Hashem decided that in order for the, you know, the Mina and Oshi to do what it is that they're meant to be doing, right? The correct of the correct state for them to be in is that there should be a pandemic of corona. Right. So if a person recognizes one of these current situations going on in the world you know, from perspective or the, the spiritual perspective of Israel being sunk in the depths of Gashmias, uh, the environmental perspective of ozone or whatever or the health perspective or the overall perspective of there's homeless people or whatever it is they see a lacking. Should a person make it like their one of their life missions or their life mission to, to correct that action because Hashem put it there, and that's supposed to be their talkless? Or again, again, this is a general thing. This is what all of humanity is being put into, right? So, so it could be potentially it could be a challenge. Oh, look, this is the challenge of the generation, right? So, okay, so we have to go into it, maybe, maybe, but it's hard to. Uh, what it is that Hashem wants from any particular situation, not so easy to determine, is right? It, is it, are, what's, are they supposed to more accept it? Or are they supposed to it's like you're like certainly uh, supposed to understand that this is the this is the field, you know, like if if one time if one time you come to the field, right? Uh, your coach says, hey, tur- turn up at this address, right? Uh, f- you know, 5 a.m., uh, tomorrow, you know, come with your come with your running shoes, right? And you come there, and you you find certain, you know, the field is a lacrosse field, and you got certain tools and you know certain sticks and whatever, it is, right? That what they play lacrosse with, right? And then three weeks later, you show up, and it's a American football field, right? And now there's the pads and etc. So it means before he wanted you playing lacrosse, now he wants you playing American football. Then the next week, he, he's got you doing lacrosse, right? He so. You, you do. You, know, you play your best in whatever environment you put into. Why is the coach changing the environment? Answer is because that's what he that's what he wants out of you. He, uh, he's trying to I don't know. He's trying to build you in certain ways or whatever it is, right? So to Hashem, he has a plan for the world, and so he changes the rules. He change, changes the situations in order to um, get the the different things accomplished. Okay, that changing the Situation, the environment, the 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 matzav, right? The state that is called ashgacha. Yeah. Changing the, changing it and, and making sure that it's always appropriate. That's always the right thing for that everyone should be able to do what it is that they are here to do. Okay? Are we discussing at the moment our impact on that plan? Nope. I haven't said a so word about they, it. But, but, but at the same time, the examples that were given, right, that they seem to imply that those type of, those, whatever Hashem is putting into the world, 
is kind of like with Hashem's plan, without Adam being a being an actuator, an exactly actualizer. Exactly. Without that, I said, I said, I'm, we're not discussing it without Adam being the actuator. But is, is one is one pot is one? Are they mutually exclusive like that? What do you mean? If everything is designed ultimately to build the mensch, then the mensch's reaction to the environment. We are not yet talking about his reaction. But, but at the same time, so we're building this in pieces. Remember, remember, even a cow will respond differently to uh, a different hashpah that's coming down from it, down to it, from the Kohasan of Dalam. But not, not in a response as far as, as Bechira, as a response that's just true. as far as Correct. A, a, exactly. a biological reflex. Right, exactly. So that's all, that's all we want right now. There's an interaction, there isn't an interaction, right? Adam changes the world. I understand, Jeff. One second. And then, uh, no, and then, and then, I understand. Again, okay, why? A new situation that he's guys. We will address. We will address this. Just currently, we're trying to address the Ashgacha Klolos, not Ashgacha Protos. Okay, we're not man's bechira. We're going to get to it. It's the upcoming next os. Okay, I know it's very very difficult, but the Ramchal is trying to build it layer by layer. So right now. We're not talking about man's free will. We're talking, so we're talking about an animal level, right? But an, but people are also have that as well, right? So if if Hashem is choosing, let's say man is currently not doing any bechira decisions, yeah. So he's no different than cows. But there's because when you look at humanity as a whole, then the, then then you don't have ashgacha protus. You just have ashgacha klolus. Okay. So ashgacha klolus is that this is what this is the situation Hashem wants these creatures in for them to fulfill their purpose. Okay, not yet talking about the unique feature which Jeff and Raboruch are talking about that man is actually capable of shooting impact up stairs and then causing a change in the Hashgacha. That's what we're going to talk about next. Well, we haven't said, we haven't talked about that yet. Okay, right now we're just talking about where Shem is deciding. He's saying, "You show up, play lacrosse tomorrow. You show up, play football the next day. Show up, play track and field the next day." Right now, what we're going to talk about now is, but if you let's say if if a particular person does really badly in the lacrosse, right? So he may be sent to do extra laps or whatever it may be, right, due to his decision to d- demonstrate, let's say, laziness, right, so he may be given by the coach the assignment to run extra laps. That's that's going to be the Jaka Protus that's coming up. Mm-hmm. That's going to be Adam, that when we do certain things, it changes the Ashgacha. But before, but even without that, there's, it's just important to understand, there's a concept of Ashgacha Klolos. General Ashgacha, where... Where it was being was being addressed is that Hashem has an evolving plan. It's a plan, like we said, building a house. There's different stages to building a house, right? So you want different workers in there. They need to have different tools at different stages of the building of the house, right? Sometimes you, you know, they're, they're going to be working with gen, genera- power generators. Other, later on, there's going to be already running power, right? And they can just hook into the wall, etc. It's going to be different st- stages of building, and therefore. What's going to be, what's gonna, since what's going to be 
requested from them, what's going to be wanted from them, is going to be different. Therefore, the state that they're going to be maintained in is also going to be different. Okay? Now, for man. Man is unique in that he has Bechira. And so, you can't, you can't, Hashem can't just kind of point and shoot, right? You know, just with other animals or other creatures. Hashem just directs a certain Ashpah. They respond in a totally predictable fashion, right? And that's, you know, they're doing exactly that. Then if Hashem were to change some of that Hashpah, then they will respond in a different, again, predictable fashion. But man himself chooses his res- uh, what he does. And through those, this is where in Oz Gimel right now, the, the last um, part in, 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 the, in the first chapter, Right? So since man is a Baal so he, with each one of his actions, changes the definition of himself. So, the, so depending on what the definition of myself is, Hashem is going to want me in a different state. Right? If I'm a very big tzaddik, so Hashem wants for me to, I don't know, uh, bring Mashiach, or you know, get the base of Middash rebuilt, right? Or be... You know, help thousands of people be chozer b'tshuva, right? Whatever it may be, right? But what if that same person, who, is a very big t- who was a very big tzaddik, that's what Hashem wanted from him, and then he goes and he does averus, right? So now he's no longer a big tzaddik. So now, he, now Hashem is no longer looking for, to have this person rebuild the base of Mikdash, right? So now the hashgacha is going to change, because until now he was getting a hashgacha, which hashgacha is defined as what? Maintenance in the necessary state to accomplish your purpose, mm-hmm. right? So until now, his purpose was to be the person who's going to build the base. Let's talk about you know Bar Kokhba, right? So Bar Kokhba was meant to be Mashiach, right? And he, and he was. I'm sorry. Meaning he, he was not a Hashem did not put some type of false image or prophecy in people's heads like he uh, he, he really could well have. again the, the, the Rambam writes that the, the Rabbi Akiva Varov Chochme Yisrael believed that he was Mashiach right so very difficult uh, to say that the Rabbi Akiva Varov Chochme Yisrael were wrong um, whereas we know that he went and he sinned he made he made a number of terrible errors um, stemming from from Gaiva and from, from some other things right that caused his downfall Mm-hmm. So he, being a Balbahira, chose two certain things, and then the Hashgacha changed. Until then, he'd been getting Hashgacha of tremendous power and fusion, and he was he was really beating the Romans. Right when, when he became a not fit to be Mashiach anymore, the Hashgacha changed. Right now, he is no longer being maintained in the matzav of being the person who's going to rebuild the base of Mavish. Now he's being maintained in the matzav of somebody who needs to be. Killed by the Romans, he needs to be, you know, annihilated by the Romans. Him and, and you know, the, with the tragic fall of Betar, right? Um, and all, all those, all those, all those, uh, you know, Jewish lives, uh, and uh, that's that's where, you know, that's where that uh, that ended up, right? So the 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 hashgacha changes. Based on our actions, yeah. So Bar Kokhba's actions changed him as the person, 
and made him now fit for a different hashgacha than he was previously. Okay? And now that's a very, very extreme example. Taking much smaller examples, we, every moment of the day, with every tiny little decision we're making, we're constantly tweaking the, the system up there. That's very scary. And therefore, well, it's very scary, but it's also very exciting, because that means that with every middle, for example, Chazal has a statement, mitzvah, greatest mitzvah. Mm-hmm. You do one mitzvah, and she says, oh, look at that guy! He likes mitzvahs! So then, the hashgacha, right, becomes a hashgacha of maintaining him in a state that is appropriate for a person who likes mitzvahs, which is, by the way, how the Rambam explains what we say in Shema, Right, we say in the second paragraph of Shema, Vayim Shemoa, if you listen to the mitzvahs, etc., you serve Hashem, you're going to have prosperity, and you're going to have, uh, you know, peace, and you're going to have all these wonderful things, right? So the Rambam is bothered, why would this be a reward for serving Hashem? We know that Schar Mitzvah Baha'i Alma Leika, there's no such thing as reward for mitzvah in this world, because mitzvahs are so big, and the reward is so great, you're going to reward me for mitzvahs by giving me grain and, and wine and uh, and oil, right? There's no way. That's not that's not a reward for a mitzvah. Says the Ram, of course it's not a reward for a mitzvah. But what it is, is it's a hashgacha of Hashem maintaining you and saying, oh, you're a person that likes mitzvahs? I'm going to empower you. I'm going to give you wealth. I'm going to give you prosperity. I'm going to give you security so that you could do more mitzvahs. Yeah, that's not it's not true for every particular person, right? Because as we're going to learn in these prokim that there are many, many, many different uh, reasons for hashgacha pratos. But that, the, but but the, but the Rambam is talking about uh, in a on a klalos dika level klalosrael a particular what the pasuk says is definitely true. We believe what the pasuk says is to be true, right? When we say shema, we do believe it to be true. So now you're pointing out that sometimes there's other considerations. Okay, and what happens when those two considerations come into come into conflict? That's what's going to be the theme of of this chelik about hashgacha. But generally speaking, if a person's going to do mitzvahs, Hashem's going to want to empower that person with gashmias to help them. To, to, yeah, Hashem is going to well. Hashem, let's just say it like this: the Hashem will not, will put this person whatever you said gashmias. I'm not saying that Hashem will maintain this person in a state there will be optimal for him to continue doing th- that type of a job. Those are three Gashmi's things. Not necessarily. A person, for, for example, Rabbi Akiva was a very, very, very big tzaddik. So you know what Hashem did? Hashem maintained him in a state that is optimal for doing the biggest mitzvah that a Jew could do. Which is called giving up his life. Up his life yeah. uh, being tortured by the Romans. Right Now that's not a hashgacha that um, you know, that you and I are necessarily going around looking for. But Rabbi Akiva was. He said, "I've been waiting for this day my whole life." Right. right? So again, that's also hashgacha pratos. Right. It's also maintaining a person in the desired state for him to fulfill his his purpose in life, or currently at least his purpose currently. Right. So sometimes that is, uh, you know, in a general sense, the Torah describes it um, with all other considerations out of the way, right, the Torah describes it as, yes, you're going to be empowered to do good things in the world. Right, so, this could be a silly question, but if you 
complete what you were here to complete. If, if, if a person has no more purpose in this world, then he's gone from this world, yes. Then you move on to the next issue. If, you, if a person has no more purpose to fulfill this world, then he's not in this world anymore. So you could have purpose, I'm saying, like, with that one thing that you... Okay, so then you move on to the Hashem decides which, which next uh, mission to move you on to, right? But the point is, everything that exists, exists for a purpose, including people, Right? And hashgacha is that you can be put into the necessary situation, given the necessary tools and necessary challenges and whatever else to help you fulfill the current purpose that you're in. But the trick is the people are constantly in flux. We do things that change who we are and therefore change the hashgacha that we get because now we have a now now we have a different now we're kind of different people, which means we're we're fit for different purposes than what we were a week ago or, or a month ago, right? So a person can repurpose himself, right? A person through through tshuva, through through tefillah, so much so that unbe- unbelievable of Sadaka Cohen in Tzedakah Tzadik, he says that even if a person has an neshama from the heir of Rav, not an neshama of Bnei Yisrael, but an neshama of heir of Rav, through tefillah and tachnunim, he can get himself a new neshama. A new neshama. He brings it from the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Lev tahor bara li'elokim. Bara is the language of Bria, of creation, yesh mi'ayin, something from nothing. A brand new neshama. Indeed. But it gives you, it gives you an insight as to how much Bechira Hashem gave into our hands. Okay, Rabbi Isai, that is Perak Aleph of Chelek Beis, Hashgacha. May we all live an unbelievable week full of beautiful Bechira decisions and be Zohar to a tremendous Hashgacha in our lives. Amen.